Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Guys, I laughed and Zoom asked me, was I playing music? And obviously I have a very, I have a very musical laugh. I'm surprised he didn't ask you if you're operating heavy machinery. Oh, <laughs> Hello and welcome to Legitimate Lice, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? That's what we normally do anyway. To be honest, I have no idea what is going to happen on this episode, but I'm glad to be rejoined uh, by my co-host, Will. Hi, Will. All all off board. Hello, Hugh. I'm on the land. You were off on a ship. Landlubber. Yeah. I've been on a ship. You were cruising. Uh, I was cruising for a bruising. How was your cruise ship experience? It was delicious. I ate far too much food. So we were performing some shows on a cruise ship. And um, I just took that as carte blanche. I don't really know what carte blanche. I think carte blanche might be a Bond girl. But I, I took carte blanche and we had breakfast together every day. And I had three course breakfasts. And yeah. they'd be like, have, have a couple of meals, you know, why not? So I've put on a load of weight. Um okay and often i think when i'm eating the food i'm like oh no if i eat this i'm gonna get heavier and then that will make the ship heavier but the food's already on the ship isn't it do you know what that's a good point though i hadn't really thought of that and then when you go to the toilet the toilet's on the ship as well is is there like a tank or does it get released i would just i would just squat over the side but that (laughs) was apparently frowned upon yeah but good for the uh good for the the pelvic muscles maybe i don't know Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. That's probably not a good enough reason to do it. But no, no, that I is got a question though. When you're, I have this question about all vehicles. When there's a toilet on it, right? So yeah. on a, at a train, it just goes out the bottom, doesn't it? Not all trains. Old trains, yes, because that's why you still have signs that say, "Please don't flush this in a station." Yeah, 
Yeah, you were about to say, please don't poopy poop in the station, but that's not what the signs actually say. Yeah, I, I had to correct for uh, for the grown-up audience. Yeah, no... Don't do a poopy pants flush flush down, you know, <laughs> is what I was going to say. Now, planes, I'm presuming it doesn't just drop out. Or does it? Because it'd freeze, wouldn't it? I think we spoke about this on the public transport episode, and Anya genuinely asked that question. Mm. For There was a moment where she believed that under all flight paths, it would just be just lines of it'd be like where's where's the flight path do you live under an airport yes my house is covered in poo and wee frozen poo and oh because it would freeze on the way down yeah yeah yeah. it'd freeze instantly and then drop but then it'd defrost i suppose (laughs) oh god that would be a sad way to die yeah (laughs) and what about on a boat does it all just go into a big tank or does it go into the sea it should go into the sea. I don't think it should go into the sea. I think that's a really bad idea because then loads of fish would get hit by the by the the poop. And... Well, well. So I think some of it should go into the sea, although maybe we can't differentiate. No, I don't. Why? Why do you think some of it should go into the sea? Because urine. Always urine is basically just water, right? Certainly mine. No, because anyway. it's no, because it's filled with all the stuff that you've. You should always hold in your urine for as long as possible. That's my advice. Mm. So you don't pollute the earth. Yeah. So, okay, so then you think we put it in a tank, bring it home, treat it. Yeah, so all of the... I I think it probably goes into tanks, not like the army tanks. Yeah. But all the fresh water, the drinking water, that's all recycled and it's desalinated uh, seawater. So if you were weeing into the sea, then you'd be... Well, I guess... You're already... You're already drinking it well yeah if you've ever weed in the sea i might have drunk it but if you've ever weed anywhere well any any water you drink has been out and through through a few sets of kidneys i think we've discussed this on the podcast before as well we have speaking of a set of kidneys please welcome our producers onya and michael hello onya and michael it looks like you were texting each other during all of that conversation <laughs> we were we were yes. yeah it was a we were, we were. What, what were you, what were you saying to each other? I would advise in future to keep your ca- your phones <laughs> underneath your cameras. <laughs> little, little, little producers sidebar chat about uh, the path of the episode uh, and what we want to do later. So yeah. And uh, I just got, I really got the giggles of something. <laughs> I, uh, did we take away all your fecal chat? Were you going to talk about poo as well? No, actually, I just, I mean, that just went on for so long. <laughs> It did. And also any of the other stuff we talked about is getting cut. I think that is the main bulk. Yeah. Of the... I think it's I think it's important maybe that the producers don't always tell us how long things went on for because they might not go on for that long in the actual edit. <laughs> and we need you saying other things. That was really short and insightful, guys. Yeah, lovely. Good snappy she said. work. Speaking of short and insightful, Michael? Yeah, Oni and I uh, hung out in person together uh, yesterday. That was a delight. We, we did have, you go to the steam fair? We did. We had our, our long-awaited Sunday steaming. Um, and it was... <laughs> it did not Sunday steam disappoint. Up. It was amazing. Uh, it was... I mean, we saw a lot of steam engines, right, Anya? We saw a lot of steam engines. We saw uh, 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 a sludge boat steam yeah. engine. We saw a lot of pistons, a lot of cranks, a lot of flanges... Um, yeah. Are of... you still talking about poo? Because it sounds like you might be. <laughs> it was great though. It had there were sounds and steam and uh, it was it was yeah we really really it was, enjoyed. It was really really nice. And uh, then he um, he was in my house for ages. 
Uh, well, he told me he was very scared that he accidentally would break mine, and then there would be no way of denying that it had been I accidental. Was, I was so paranoid. I was so. Listeners really... can go back to the household chores episode to hear the tale of how Anya broke Michael's toilet. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know if this is a horrible thing to say, but it surprises me so much that you guys hang out in person. <laughs> what? Why? Well, it, for every reason, I feel like your personalities are so different. And the what? whole toilet toilet argument was like, I was like, oh, they tried hanging out. <laughs> they shouldn't really. That didn't work. Didn't we've, work. we've been friends for... for I know. For, like, I, for, I mean... Coming on two decades. Coming on two decades, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I forget that yeah. a lot. Yeah. Do you think this is kind of a suicide squad that was just brought together for strangers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could understand he, how Hugh gets, gets on with all of you because Hugh's a very patient person. But I, 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 that's such a lie. No, he's not. He's, he's so impatient. impatient. He hangs out with he's... me saying poopy poop all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're very impatient. <laughs> you don't suffer fools. Also, whatever angle you're at, it looks like you have a very aggressive skin fade there, Hugh. It's grey hair. <laughs> that's what that is. Oh, is it? Grey's there and there. Yeah. It's really working for you, Hugh. Well, not yeah. according to Anya. <laughs> no, it was the light. It was the light. Look, I know, I know. I can see where John did just cut my hair. So, sorry. Yeah. So you're yet again. Your brother shaves you like a sheep. <laughs> if that's he, how you'd like to put it, sure. Does he gotta get your head between I've his knees? Got the name know? of my film, man. <laughs> well, you're you're bucking to get away. He just you know <laughs> three quick flicks of the razor, and he he releases you back to the herd. It's easy to see you grew up. <laughs> Farm, yeah. Hugh also has a big red mark spray painted onto his side as well. Yeah. You can't see that in this shot. In case he gets loose in the mountains. Yeah. He's always getting loose in the mountains. Oh, I also gave Michael a variety of noisy and loud and uh, annoying toys for his children yesterday. They, 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 they loved them. They absolutely loved them. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, at one point I left Anya with our one year old and. I think we were gone for maybe 90 seconds on you, was it? Yeah, yeah 90 seconds to say, yeah. And, and it was, you seemed, it seemed to take its toll on you, I think, right? He screamed and screamed and screamed and screamed. And then it looked like we were his parents and just didn't really know what we were doing at all. And like, why was the child screaming daddy at his own father? Was the, it was, uh, yeah. And the, the tears, it was. And then, and then we were in the car on the way back and the, his kids were just screaming. And Michael just continued to carry on a very normal conversation. It was honestly one of the most harrowing moments of my life. It was just this car of, of pain, of, I don't know. I don't know. You know what? And it makes me, it makes me have more patience for you, Michael. Th- thank you. It was very sweet. You continued trying to address their concerns and, and, and trying try to calm them down long after I had tuned them out. <laughs> Michael doesn't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> As we were leaving, I think my wife said to our four-year-old, um, go and say thank you to, to Anya. And bear in mind, we'd been with you guys at what for about four hours at this stage, right? Yeah. And he turned around and said, which one is the Anya? <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah. it, was, it so, was great it yeah. was great yeah michael sorry but but just one thing you you keep referring to your one-year-old yeah. i'm sure he's not one is he he's way more than that 
You're not giving him credit, are you? Well, he's uh, he's two in September. Yeah, come on. He's not a one-year-old, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's well, 22 he's... months old. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, you do this a lot. It's, what, are you trying to, like, oh my God, are you trying to, so people be like, that one-year-old is so advanced. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> yeah. he's, I'm, he's, I'm he's doing his yeah, leaving show in one no, I think like, 77,000 uh... <laughs> weeks he's, he's trying to make people think that Michael actually is bigger than he is because he's like yeah that, that, that one year old's bigger than you know mm. you would anticipate so he must be taller than I think as well actually because yeah. you kept saying yeah. he's one yeah, exactly. and I was like oh maybe he's like yeah. 16 months yeah. in which yeah. case yeah but he's 22 months old uh, yeah. yeah yeah he's 22 yeah yeah yeah. No one calls anyone over one and a half one. And I feel like you really uh, make a point of it. Like you bring it up so mm. often. Well, it's just an easy way to remember, you know, <laughs> which <Yeah>. is which. <laughs> and what do you range yourself down to? 27. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Michael describes yeah. himself yeah. in months. Yeah. He does yeah. it the wrong way around. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Sunday steam up was, was a great success. Michael, would you do it, was it again? Like- Absolutely. Next Sunday, you're free. I'll be there. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs> well, guys, this week we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, so we're going to be running a competitive draft to see who can pick the best group of actors to star in four hypothetical films to be directed by the four of us drafting. So it's an excuse to talk about who we like most in Hollywood and to critique each other's tastes. So we'll get into the drafting in a little bit. But first, time for our legitimate life three questions quiz. Uh, I'm going to go with the first question. Only you can you can jump in in a second. So guys, this question is about a Hollywood dynasty. The Coppola family are considered to be one of the most important in Hollywood. Six of the family members have been nominated for a combined 23 Oscars. Uh, including Francis Ford Coppola and Sophia Coppola. The family have also supported, mentored, or financed many other successful projects or directors. So the question is, I'm going to give you six names, okay? And you've got to tell me which one of them is not connected to the family, okay? God, so six names. Six names. I just pick one of them who is not part of... I'm going to say Coppola right now, before you even give us the names, Nicolas Cage is a Coppola, I'm pretty sure. Nicholas Cage is one of my names. There you go. We can rule him out, Will. Do Do you know what his Do you know what his connection? Do you know where he is? Well, I'll tell you what he is. He's Francis Ford Coppola's <laughs> nephew. He's asked me not to say. He's a bit cagey about it. So, <laughs> um, okay. So Talia Shire, who is Connie in The Godfather and Adrian in Rocky, Patricia Arquette, Wes Anderson. Spike Jones of uh, Jackass fame, and also uh, her, who directed the film Her, and then Jason Swar- Schwartzman. I don't know. I don't know, Will, but also I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm okay that these people have been influenced by the Coppola's. <laughs> I think good for you, you know. What about uh, Will Smith? Doesn't he reference it in... And a couple of guys who were up to no good. <laughs> Started making films in my neighbourhood. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll uh, let's just pick someone. Uh, okay, uh, that Taylor Shire person, <laughs> wild swipe. Talia Shire, she was in, in The Godfather, so I feel there's probably a connection there. But uh, who else? Wes yeah. Anderson is so obviously different that I'd say he probably does. Jason Schwartzman, 
Spike Jones has a K in, in yeah. Let's say thing. Spike Jones. Spike Jones, not related. Talia Shire, as I said, is Francis Ford Coppola's. Well, she's Francis Ford Coppola's sister. Okay, Nicolas Cage, his nephew. Uh, Patricia Arquette is Nicolas Cage's ex-wife. They were married uh, at one point. No way. Uh, Spike Jones is Sophia Coppola's ex-husband. Jason Schwartzman is Francis Ford Coppola's nephew and Talia Shire's son. And so the one who's not connected is Wes Anderson. As far as I know, he's not connected at all. All right, question two, Anya. Okay, so uh, the New York Times released a list of the, their top 25 greatest actors of the 21st century. Can you name anyone from the top five? Christian Bale. No. This could go on for a while. <laughs> Oh, Natalie Portman. Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. Is, yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis was number uh, three on the list. Uh, but I don't think I ever would have gotten number one and number Natalie two. Natalie Portman not on it now. No, not on not, not in the top five. I'd never heard of number two. Helen Mirren. You never no. heard of number two. You need to take a laxative. Is it someone like Mark Rylance or something like that? Mark Rylance? Isabel Huppert. Anyone know who that is? No. Gonna have to Google her. Uh, yeah, and then Denzel Washington. Oh, Denzel. Was, yeah, um, that's that. Was number one. Denzel. Isabel Hubert. She's French. Old Mother Hubert. Would we say that Denzel Washington is number one in this uh, in this century? I think the entire concept of number one and ranking of actors is complete horseshit and nonsense. Shots fired. <laughs> yeah. Give us the top five. Round out the oh, top, top five. five. So we've uh, Denzel Washington, Isabel Huppert, uh, three Daniel Day Lewis, four uh, Keanu Reeves, and five Nicole Kidman. Keanu Reeves. See, now I'm confused. He's not a good Nick. actor. Yeah, now I'm confused. He's, because... he's found something with John Wick, but yeah. But but like I've confused because I assume when they're going for Isabel Huppert, is that how we're saying yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, they, they were going for you know given that it's a name that none of us know they were going for actual acting talent but then that is definitely not why Keanu Reeves is on the list right because I've also seen him feature on many worst actor lists mm. do you know yeah. what I mean yeah. Um, yeah. okay so my, my last question is about have you ever heard of the Golden Raspberry Awards mm-hmm. also known as the Razzies yeah. so uh, these are this is a parody award show uh, honouring the worst of cinematic failures but who has won the most Razzies is it Tommy Tommy Wiseau who made the room? Oh no, but that's an amazing. Uh, are, an amazing is it shape. an actor? So it's an, an actor, actor yeah. who's won yeah. multiple Razzies. Hasn't Sandra Bullock won a couple of them? Maybe. Um, uh, not not on the list that I've seen, but she she may well have. I've only seen the 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 those with multiple. Uh, the most. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler is is one of them. Adam Sandler has five of them. Uh, he got one for Big Daddy. Unironically love that film. <laughs> uh, Madonna has nine of them, but somebody has ten. Who is it that has ten of them? Ten. Yeah. More than Madonna. Wow. Mm. Uh, Vin Diesel. No, it's. Give us a clue. Will I give you the? Isabel Hubert. Adrian. Sylvester Stallone. Yes, yeah, so Michael's not happy about that. that. Not not happy with them wow. at all. He wow. he has so many of them. Um, he's received twenty <laughs> nominations, ten awards for them. <laughs> uh, he's gotten golden. He's gotten Razzies for Rocky Balboa and for Rambo. Um, 
he <laughs> got one for his role in the movie Rhinestone in 1984, where he acts as a taxi driver turned country music singer. Uh, has anyone seen that? Uh, he's, <laughs> nope. <laughs> he got one for Spy Kids 3. Nope. Uh, he got one for <laughs> Stop or My Mom Will Shoot in 1993. Um, yeah. So, yeah, ten, ten, 10 Razzies. But what's interesting Has he is, ever gone and picked up one of the awards? I don't know. I must look into that. Uh, should have done that before this, of course. But it's interesting. Ben Affleck has four of mm. them. Uh, so, you know, there's people who... There's, you know, there's good actors who have terrible Well, I think, I think Sandra Bullock uh, might have won it the same year she was also nominated for an Oscar. You know, so I think she went to both, but... Yeah, respect. So, uh, Michael, those those are our questions. This was a hard quiz to, you know, on... It was, it was a, a, a fact-based quiz. Yeah. Look, I'll be honest with you. I had a busy day. I didn't... I did, and I had to <laughs> do a lot of research for the rest of this episode. So, uh, you know. Well, well, speaking of the rest of the episode, it's time to get into the draft, right? So this is how it's going to go down, okay? We've got five rounds, five categories of actors... And we're going to go through each of us in order uh, and each of us has to pick and justify our top choice in each round. So once someone else has pick an, picked an option, it's obviously off the table. Uh, and at the end of it, we work who, out who is the best movie. What, when, I think this is at Arnie's request. You can have at most one actor who is deceased um, and then all the others have to be living. That's it. Understood? Yeah? Yeah. So what I wanted to do to assign the order, I could, you know, we could toss a coin, we could do rock, paper, scissors, we could roll a dice. What I decided is let's let's do something none of us can can control, okay? Um, so I want to, want you to go into your phone, into your text messages, okay? And I want you to find the last scam text message that you received, and the last digit that it came from. Whoever's got the highest number there wins, okay? I delete all of mine. Oh well, you're that's a zero. I'm giving you a zero then. I mean, I get like three or four of these a day, so mine is my most recent one. Is a seven. I have a, I have a seven as well. They're all oh, you have a seven, the okay. <laughs> okay. I also delete all my spam. Oh, oh, I got one. Ending yeah. in a four. So okay. it's, you have a okay. new voice message with spaces between the letters and then naildate.net. <laughs> oh, here we go. I have, an, I have a message that says, uh, please leave a message to what this concerns. <laughs> That's the, that. That'll do. Um, and what's the last digit of that? Zero, so it's great that I went through all of that, wasn't it? <laughs> okay, great, great, great. Um, so Anya and I are joint joint lead, so I, do we rock, paper, scissors it out? Is that the you way we do it? You can go first. You can, okay. you can go first. Oh, I can I go first, that. can I? You can go first. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> all right, so draft order then is me, Anya, Hugh, and then bringing up the rear, Will. And uh, the way it's going to work, we're going to do a, what's it called when, uh, so... Uh, Will will draft first in the second round. What's that called? A snake? Is that snake called a snake draft? reach around, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so we've got to pick a genre. So I've given given us four different genres. Each of us is going is, 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 is gonna to be drafting actors into, okay? Now, Anya, because of the first round, I'm going to let you go first on this, okay? No, I'll, you go I'll, first. I'll, Respect I'll, the no, I'll take, I'll take. No, because I picked all the categories, so it feels a bit artificial if I go first. So <laughs> so you go you go first, I'll go second, and then we'll okay. let these, these guys jump in. So the, the genres that we have are, we've got rom-com, mm-hmm. we've got a summer action blockbuster. Yeah. We've got a period drama, and then we've got a gross-out comedy. I will take gross-out comedy, please, Michael. I knew it, Anya. I knew you would. 
<laughs> well, I just I don't want to conform to a stereotype and be like, you know, period drama, even though that's what I want to pick. Of course. You know what I mean? Classic. The woman wants to talk about periods. Yeah, that's, what, that's what a 1970s <laughs> man would say is going on if someone's a bit upset, would they? It's just period drama. <laughs> period I say drama. 1970s man. Yeah. Plenty of men today too, probably. <laughs> yeah, I just did it. Perfect, Donnie. I think that really plays to your sensibilities as a, as a, as a screenwriter and as an auteur. I'm going to go, I'm going to pick period drama. Okay. I feel yeah. like that's me. I, I you know. I didn't yeah, realize we perfect. were drafting the genres as well. No, he didn't explain this. I was going to wait till my turn to complain about this, but I had already come up with a film that was a summer action period rom-com blockbuster. But now... <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that, that'll fit in, that'll fit into anything. So whatever you get. So oh, they're yeah. still available, Will. Um, but I think, I think, I think the period drama is best handled with my deft touch, you know, and my sensibility. Is that what it's called? My deft, deft touch. touch. <laughs> the deftest touch is it like my left my left foot my <laughs> deft touch okay Hugh so available to you there's the rom-com and there's a the summer action blockbuster what about like a rom-buster <laughs> I think that's like an accessory for your computer I know what you want to rom-com I wasn't you. prepared that this was going to be the thing I thought we were all getting them um, sure uh, no I'll go a blockbuster blockbuster oh, I'd already typed out that you'd have the other one Oh, I'm sorry, Anya. <laughs> you'll have to, you'll have to, so you'll have to, what, wind back the typewriter, get a little bit of carbon paper. Jesus Christ. Okay. You have to pick one. I'd already typed out another one. <laughs> She's dinged it right across. <laughs> so leaving Will with the rom-com. So Anya, gross out comedy, me and the period drama, Hugh with the summer action blockbuster, and Will with the, with the rom-com. Okay, so we have got five actor draft categories. First category, guys, is we're picking an actor under 30. So for my period drama, I am going to cast, I think there's only one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take her off the board straight away. I'm going to pick Ireland's finest, Saoirse Ronan. She's my pick. Actually, Ireland's finest is probably the on guard of Shia Khanna, the, the, yeah. the national police. Kerry Gold right? Butter. That's probably oh. what they call themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, so Ireland's third, Ireland's third finest, Saoirse Ronan. I have never seen Saoirse Ronan in anything. That cannot be possible. Yeah. I have never seen Saoirse Ronan in anything. You've never seen Brooklyn, nope. the Grand Budapest Hotel? Nope. No? You've never seen Grand Budapest Hotel? Great, great film. Great film. Uh, and she's brilliant in it. And I think she's exactly the type of uh, talent that I need to prop up my... Uh, my, my, my vehicle, my period drama. So what role is she going to play in your drama? That'll become clear as, as the draft goes on. Okay. But I would say female lead, <laughs> to, to be more precise, to, to yeah, remove any doubt. really clarifies things, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the big dogs, the big dogs off the field, guys. <laughs> Will we tweet Saoirse Ronan uh, and say you called her a big dog? <laughs> and Ireland's third finest. Mm. I think that's better than calling her a big dog. Yeah, yeah. That's true. On Madra Moore. She's probably been in a film called On Madra Moore. <laughs> so, Anya, over to you. Gross out comedy, so, under 30. You know, the, the, the categories you picked are so annoying because there's nobody under 30 for some reason. There's no, there's no, good, there's no good actors under 30. That's not fair. Yeah. There's, there's not many. And it's it's a very it's a very random way to to line out things. So originally I was looking at Kiernan Shipka from mine of Mad Men, but what's she going to be doing in a gross out comedy? You know, 
So I'm going to take, he's 27, Tom Holland. Oh, Ooh. you're drawing in a lot of yes. fans already on you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going cynical. The Dutch audience. <laughs> no, I have to confess, I don't know who, I get very confused between all the Toms and the Chris's. Mm. Oh yeah, totally. So, yeah. I don't know what to- Tom Holland is Spider-Man. And what about it? between Tom Holland and Tom Hollander? Yeah. Tom Hollander, though, is the fucker from the thing, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, yeah. do you know Tom yeah. Hollander? No, who's... Oh, He's the same guy when it's just stuff kitchen. runs through him a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Tom Siv, but bigger. <laughs> so who's next, Michael? So next up is Hugh. Yeah, again, I mean, I think it's fair to point out that it's not that there aren't any actors under 30 on you, it's just that we don't know any, you know? Unfortunately, yeah. I kept trying to fit Will into my film, um, but he's a little over 30 now, but he hasn't reached the 65 mark. Mega star questionable, but he is kind of one I want to see make a comeback, so you never know. He might he might show up later on in the in the episode. Um, but yeah, I had two names. I think, I think you have to have been somewhere to do a comeback. You went on the cruise and then you came back, <laughs> though. You came back. Don't call it a comeback. You always come back, Will. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> every single night I do is a comeback tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was about to say William comeback Montefiore, but then I, but then I was going to be like, no, but because you've already got a bag there, I should change the back into bag. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was going to give him his middle name would be comeback, but I. Because he's already got C bag, I'd be like, well, I won't say bag, I'll say bag. You wanted to say, yeah, you wanted to say William Cumbag Montefiore, which <laughs> sort of is what William Seabag Montefiore already is. That sounds like a crude euphemism that like they'd use in The Sopranos for Jurex, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a couple of comeback Montefiores. Oh, but it's like any time, and again, I appreciate it's a word, but any time I'm reading something and it's like, and it was tr- transformed into a living room cum kitchen. I'm like, no, don't like that. Why do we want a cum kitchen? No. Yeah. A- at your cum comedian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, a lot of comedians are cum comedians. Yeah. To be yeah, fair. That's fair. I, I have a similar, uh, and this is not as explicit. But a, a similar aversion, and I always think it's sexual, even though it's never used, is when people say touch base. <laughs> I think that's the grossest <laughs> thing. Yeah. It's like, we'll do touch you? base soon. I'm like, mm. we absolutely mm. won't. You're my manager. What do you, what do you think base means? I, I don't, I haven't interrogated that. But mm. the touch base, it sounds, it sounds penetrative. It has to be bottom. <laughs> well, does anyone know what, you know, when Americans talk about you know, getting to first base, second base. What What are they? What are I'm not going to say it on a podcast, Michael. What are they, though? Oh, I... Michael, you know what they are. Shaking hands. I don't know what they are. Holding hands. You know what first base is and I you don't... know what home base is, right? <laughs> I think I can work out what home base is. Home base is a big shop where you can buy loads <laughs> of stuff. <laughs> is a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael, can you talk us through all the bases, please? Yeah. Well, I... What, does? First, first no, space. you're not complicated, yes. Michael. You know so, what numbers are. Okay, so hang on. Okay, so you're starting at bat. You're at bat. Okay, <laughs> but what is that? Where is like what? What are you doing? Okay, kissing. that's probably a handshake. No kissing. Oh, Anya, I don't mean to be rude, but please don't help him. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's maybe that's when you send like an introductory email. You're at bat. Great. Then okay. First base is your first formal dinner together. 
Mm-hmm. Second base is your your wedding? Is it your wedding? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Then, and then what's the what is there a home run? A home run is No, it's a third base there as well. Oh third base. Okay. Uh well that's that's probably the one where stuff happens, right? So then what's home <laughs> you know, base? You're lighting oh, a lucky the of, your <laughs> father the, of the, two. the birth of your first child. The birth of your first child, right? That's that's mm. it. That's your home run. No? Okay. So when Maybe people I'll... say I got to third base with Janice Monzanello in my Camaro <laughs> you... <laughs> What does Janice Monzanello have to say about this one yeah? I got to third base with Tony Fiore in the limo on the way to prom. And the best part about it is I'm the limo driver. <laughs> I'm Tony, here's a con. Yeah. Wow. We got married in the back of my limo. <laughs> well, so, as I was Hugh, saying, Hugh, there are two actors. I was actors. really excited for, for Michael to be like, First base is kissing, second base is holding hands, third base is marriage, fourth base is blowjobs. <laughs> As I was saying, <laughs> I know two actors who are under 30 who uh, who I think yeah. are pretty great actors. Um, and I was, I'm very glad that neither of them was taken. Uh, so I'm going to take uh, Star of Stranger Things, Millie Bobby Brown, um, who I think is still only about 19 or something like that. That's an amazing choice. Um, I will say I'm only... A season and a half into Stranger Things, so uh, I I haven't seen how her character has developed, but she's uh, yeah she's unbelievable, incredibly watchable on screen. So uh, yeah, she's going to be leading my summer blockbuster, I guess. You think you think she could be the tent pole in a in a summer blockbuster? Yeah, I don't use people to build tents. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, okay. <laughs> Michael has four of them standing on shoulders in the middle of his yurt. <laughs> <laughs> well they wouldn't need to stand on shoulders for Michael's yurt no that's true they're all kneeling <laughs> so Hugh uh, okay you're putting MBB front and centre in your summer action blockbuster Will for your rom-com who are you casting in the under 30s but category I first have a question about me bringing up the rear because you said the first time yeah. I'd be bringing up the rear and I'm still bringing yeah. it up yeah it's true we didn't snake Michael it's true I'm fifth basing it over here we'll, we'll, we're gonna we're gonna snake as we get as we get through the categories that's true yeah Ooh, okay. gross been, yeah. <laughs> yeah which base is that look I think for the under 30 actor you need someone who's versatile who's multi-skilled who um is actually over 30 but is has a playing age that could be under 30 who's been in like say like Paul Dark and a prequel to Inspector Morse maybe a couple of Onkin adverts and an M&S commercial so I'm going to go for Will Seabag Montefiore oh, yeah. um, very very versatile actor um, undersung I would say I mean Will understung undersung understung both of them rarely gets stung by bees since he was about nine and he scored a goal and uh, went to celebrate by grabbing the air and grabbed a bee Uh, and so what everybody else saw was him scoring a goal and going from elation to crying in a second and not understanding why now it's funny because i don't know what this means will but what you've just said there does sound like a phrase that would be said by south dublin schoolboys. it's like i just went up and like absolutely grabbed a bee but I don't know what it means. What would it mean, Will? I grabbed a bee. I, I think that's like a... Uh, I can't think of anything that's not problematic. That's where I'm at at the moment. Yeah, well... Yeah. The, yeah. the character of the... I want to make it very clear this is the character of the South Dubliner. Yeah. Is that... Uh, 
But so my friend wanted to meet this girl in the club. So I, and she, he, she was with this like Ugo. So I grabbed a B. You know, I yeah, like the, yeah. the, the hot girls, the A character. Mm. You, you know, but it's not nice. I I think that's genuinely what that. I can see that. But yeah. it's yeah. it's not funny, nor is it. Um, no, that was that was nice. Michael all over though. You know, down in the club. <laughs> oh, oh, club ninety two. <laughs> Every. Yeah. Have you ever, um, have you ever grabbed a bee? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, your search for content and laughs is admirable. It depends on what you are. You know, if you're a, if you're a healthy D plus, grabbing a bee. Yeah. What? Some of us only hope for that. Yeah, grab those beautiful bees when you can, you know? (laughs) Oh, no. Michael, have you... uh, Michael, you were such a, you know, to the point of, um, you know, you were a very well-behaved man in college. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah it's not yeah. really a compliment. <laughs> no, no, okay, like right. no, no, you were, yeah, he, he, was, he was never getting up to any tricks or anything. That sounds like turning tricks. Michael. He was never grabbing any bees, yeah. Never grabbing any bees. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> okay, guys. I mean, <laughs> moving on. It's time to, to snake around into the next category with Will and his first pick in the over 65s. Will. Arguably a category you would have been better off picking yourself in. Well, let's hold off and let's see what happens here. You don't know I haven't picked myself every single <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is it like Christmas with the clubs or something? You play every it is, character? This is Norbit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Will, your over 65 pick. Okay, great. So, I think actor over 65 is obviously a difficult choice because there's such a wide range. You need someone uh, in in my opinion, someone who's still a bit springy and live, who has a nice beard. Um, they may have a receding hairline, but they're still doing well at their age. Uh, and I, I would go for Will Seabag Montefiore, um, okay. but <laughs> at the age of uh, 65. So we'll have to push back filming. We'll do it like Boyhood. Mm. We'll film it over some Oh, yeah, years. yeah. Do you think, do you think Will, you've got the gravitas for, for the, 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 the elder statesman role? Yeah, do, well, give me, give me some elder statesman lines. Uh... Your Majesty, there's been a bomb. Your Majesty, there's been a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think I think by that stage I will have transitioned to being uh, not Will Seabag Montefiore, but William Seabag. William Seabag Montefiore. Yeah. It's a that's a great line. I mean, it's it. There's a lot of gravitas there. It raises a lot of questions. Firstly, you know, where's the bomb and why? But also, what's up with your grammar? You know, there's <laughs> been a bomb. What's so, up with yeah. that? There's been a bomb. Michael, <laughs> what did you say? I'm not. I'm not well, a writer. I'm a seasoned writer. What should there be? There has been a bomb. A bomb has gone off. <laughs> I just think as a sentence, it, whatever you're trying to say could be said better. Michael, you there's know? been a bomb with bigger problems. <laughs> Michael, you you <laughs> had a little chocolate bomb for your dessert, right? Someone's come yeah. over to you and said, like, yeah. oh, I missed dessert. Was there anything good? You'd say, there's been a bomb. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you want to hear that's more true. lines from the film? Yeah. Hugh, if, if we were sitting by the side of a pool and we were watching a high diving competition <laughs> and, and someone was like, been any I good jumps? That. Been any good jumps? Been a cannonball. Be like, yeah. It's been a bomb. There's been a bomb. Yeah. Okay, so the first two characters or the first two actors in your rom-com are Will Seabag Montefiore and William Seabag Montefiore. Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Do, you think, do you think they've got the chemistry though, Will Seabag Montefiore? Yeah, definitely. I think they both um, famously had an argument with their sketch group, uh, Just These Please. It's quite a well-documented thing about whether or not you'd um, you'd uh, become intimate with a clone of yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Will Seabag Montefiore always famously has said that he, he would be up for that because he'd know exactly mm. what he liked. Um, mm. And so it would be, I think that would be the uh, <laughs> oh, that would be the form of the rom-com. Mm. Okay, Hugh, in your summer action blockbuster, who are you casting in the over 65 role? No, we don't often get represented in summer action blockbusters, actually. Yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of a lot of serious acting chops in the over 65s, you know. But, um, I mean, it's come to me, and I obviously can't pick Will Seabag Montefiore, but the rest of the, the other panoply of stars is available to me. So I'm going to take uh, maybe the best actor ever, Meryl Streep. She's in. Oh. oh wow Marilyn Millie that's a big name taken off the board there there's no Will Seabag Montefiore that's a big name yeah <laughs> yeah 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 but there's a Y in one of them it's a bit odd I've got uh, a hyphen in mine mine's a legitimately strong password <laughs> well not anymore <laughs> you, you have a you have a strong and authenticated second name Will yeah, yeah yeah so Hugh do you want to give us any insights into how your film is developing between uh, Millie Bobby Brown and Meryl Streep. What what kind of roles are they playing in this? Action you just blockbuster? have to wait and see until later when I've okay. thought of some. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, Anya, you're next. So in your gross out comedy, who's in the over sixty five category? So I'm very torn because there's one that I think you want, and I want to swipe them off the board before you get your grubby little mitts on them. Yeah, yeah. But do I do that or do I make like you know? This happens every year. Tactical do, drafting yeah. on you, you know, or do you just pick the best player available? BPA. I've already chosen Will Seabag Montefiore, just in case you were thinking of that. <laughs> so my 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 initial thoughts on this were that I was going to go for Catherine O'Hara. Great choice. But okay. I am going to take Robert De Niro. <sighs> He's mine. Like I'm sorry. De Niro. Yeah. So you've got a. I mean. Anya, your film is sounding so promising. A Tom Holland, Robert De Niro vehicle. As yet yeah. untitled. Sounds yeah. great. Yeah. I'm there. Michael loves the, the one with two male leads. I guess I've got two male leads in it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one male lead. Crucially. I'm not, you know what? I, I originally was like, I'm going to have a lot of women on my cast. And then I was like, why, why do I have to bear that burden? 
the burden of having yeah. women, the yeah. burden of yeah. working with women. <laughs> <laughs> no, but why do I have to think about it? And Hugh, you've 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 gamely cast two women. Gamely, gamely. very good of you, Hugh. Very yeah. magnanimous. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Will has cast himself in both roles thus far. <laughs> it's different approaches. You We've know, not so. a single person of colour in the mix there yet. Yeah. No, I'm so <laughs> good work everyone. I'm gonna play all the races in mine. <laughs> so it's not it's not gonna be a problem at all. No, no, no. Everyone will be represented. <laughs> uh so that's that's what I'm going with. Catherine O'Hara, I'm sorry. Maybe next time. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, woman, we picked Robert De Niro again. <laughs> okay, I'm picking Screen Siren of the 1990s, really. Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone is, I think, 71. I think. I've got a hoping now, unless I've, I've offended her. Uh, but uh, I'm picking Sharon Stone. She's an amazing actress. At one point, she was, you know, both the most famous and, you know, most you know recognized for her talent actress in hollywood let's get her back in films i don't i don't know i don't know where she's been all my life you know i'd, I'd watch more sharon stone so she's she's in my period drama i have saoirse ronan as sort of the, the 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 female lead the lead of the film and then sharon stone is going to be a uh a towering sort of uh matriarch figure uh who, who you know needs some chops for that role that's who she's going to be and what period is your period drama in uh, I'm thinking sort of Victorian, like a country house setup. I, I like it, it, what's coming to mind is that Saoirse Ronan's a fiercely independent, you know, uh, spirit, and she wants to break free of the, you know, so Little Women. Uh, okay. The, 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 yeah, the the expectations that she, I've never seen Little Women, so maybe I am just it's making well, Little Women. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. Well, okay. Medium-sized woman then is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Big yeah. dog. Yeah. And not Little Women. Big dogs. Big, big, Big dog, little women colon big dog. <laughs> what, what's little women big dog in Irish? Uh, Manol Dioga Madra. August Colleen. August Madra Moore. You were going little women big girl, yeah. Michael. There. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now into the next category with Anya again in in first in in pole position. This category is the actor who is due a comeback. You're a first, Michael. Michael. Oh, I am. I am. Okay. With Michael in pole position. Uh, <laughs> so, I'll just say, the person I was going to pick first was Viggo Mortensen, who I love, but who I'm actually going to pick for my period drama. I think he's probably better suited to this. Is Mr. Rupert Everett. Oh! Right? right? Nice. Yes. Right? Yes. Right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. oh yeah. I love Rupert Everett. Sounds lovely. Yeah. No, sounds lovely, lovely. I love Rupert Everett. I love it. Yeah. A choice that made Anya rev like an old car. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he's bringing a bit of class. Uh, you, you can see him delivering some funny one-liners, but he's also, you know, he could do the sensitive scenes too. So yeah, he's in my he's in my film. So Anya. So someone I think is is due a comeback. Though I don't know how realistic it is, I would like James Gandolfini, please. Yeah, <laughs> okay. he's due a couple of comebacks. Yeah, he's due a comeback. The ultimate so comeback. So as you know, I've been been watching The Sopranos. Hugh has been at me for, for years about mm. this. I'm on season three. It's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, uh, three is where it gets so good as well. I mean, it's great it's one and so, two, but three is amazing. So You've good. met Ralphie Cifaretto. So yeah. Oh, he's awful. That's he's terrible awful. Little head of hair. Yeah. The... 
<laughs> is, is it a wig? Uh, you might find out. Mm. Okay, okay. I mean, it's so funny and so violent and so awful. Yeah. It's so misogynistic, and yet it's so funny. Yeah. It's really yeah. annoying. Every every time I'm appalled by it, I'm like, it's a very good one line, though. Um, <laughs> James Gandolfini is, I, I haven't seen him in anything before this. It's it, It's been incredible to watch, and I would yeah. like to see him uh, make a comeback to my gross-out comedy, please. In, in, your, in your, like, frat, frat house... <laughs> Comedy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah summer yeah. camp. Yeah, yeah. Vomit splurge. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, what it's yeah. called. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm going for. I think that's a great choice. Here, question about James Gandolfini. It, it, in Italian, does his surname mean little Gandalf? Mm, yeah. Or what? <laughs> like, what's that about? You, you shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> you fool of a tuck. Although he'd probably reverse the letters of the F and the T. <laughs> Have broken, you know, his face over a <laughs> over a, have, like a, a curb stomped that Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very different movie. But you tell me they wouldn't have been more in line oh, if they'd had to be. I'm a made man. I'm in the fellowship. You know. Yeah. <laughs> they they would have uh, they would have got to uh, Mordor much quicker in his big uh, Escalade as well. <laughs> like just just driven them Through over the there. Jersey Turnpike. Yeah. Whatever yeah, it is. Exactly, yeah, yeah. The Mordor Turnpike. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess what we all want to know is who do you we think? We're skipping me, are we? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we, I think it's about time, Hugh. We don't want you to pick the same person again. That's true. Okay, I'm going to, just in case I pick who Will picks, I'm going to let Will go before me in this round. I feel like everyone's expecting me to do something, but I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Okay. So there's a series okay. called Malpractice that came out in 2022, and I was very excited about the character of Dan Holder. Um, okay. who was played by an actor who um, it was completely cut from... I remember this. this. I remember it well, yeah. Do you remember the this papers series? At the time. Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah, great yeah. series. And uh, basically, yeah. we'll see back on the But it felt like it was missing a scene. It felt like something was missing yeah. from the heart of it. Yeah, well, yeah. that's that's not really how anyone else saw it apparently but um i know that we'll see back one if you're filmed for a whole day to do that scene and um it was cut from it so i think after that he's due a comeback that was his last tv gig and no one got to see it so uh yeah i think he's due a comeback um i don't think any of you have seen him in anything in a long time well i think it's a really inspired choice and i think the other thing is it's it's really important for representation i mean you just don't see many we'll see back Montefiore roles in cinema and you know Will, if, if you can't if you can't see Will Seabag Montefiore you can't be Will Seabag Montefiore yeah do you know like uh, the joke is great but the more and more we do it the more I hate it the more I, the more I hate everybody saying my name it's absolutely horrible but it's where we are do you are. find that it's lost all meaning Will Seabag Montefiore yeah. Will yeah. Seabag Montefiore yeah. and it's Fiori, so long Fiori, it takes Fiori, so long Will Seabag yeah. Montefiore. It's like it's like the name of a chemical or something. Yeah, you know, like that's that's how it, it's fixed into my brain. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's like phenylhydrine and then Will Seabag Montefiore. <laughs> you know, so so Hugh. Okay, so a number of actors I considered for my film were people I've seen play Hamlet on stage, and. For someone who's due a comeback, and I don't know if it can be said, because once again, it's like, eh, probably been doing a lot of stuff. But can we say Ruth Negga is due a comeback? Yes, we can. Yeah, she's unbelievable. So obviously she she was in um, Love, Hate, uh, the Dublin crime drama. 
then I think she had, she had a big role in Loving. But then, yeah, I saw her play Hamlet in Dublin and she was absolutely incredible. So I'm bringing her in. I'm bringing in Ruth Negga. She's an amazing actor. And obviously Hamlet traditionally played by a man. Yeah. But in this case, uh, yeah, are you okay with that, Michael? Or so there you go. She can do it. You know. Do what? It. What are your thoughts? <laughs> on, what are your thoughts, Michael, on she... gender in Shakespeare? There's been a bomb. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm Hugh. I like how your film is, is 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 stacking up. This is in a way, in a way, the last category, guys. But in a way, the second last category, um, megastar. Okay, this is where you have to pick. An absolutely enormous star, top of the tree, and it if if you pick something that isn't to the to someone who isn't in the, the in in the views of, of all the rest of, of us, Michael. Uh, you know, a megastar, they're not getting in. Okay, so makes sense. So we'll see about Montefiore. We'll turn over to you. It's, it's you get to draft first in this round. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm not an idiot. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Is it a polyamorous situation? Are, are all four involved together or? What's no, the... I think it's more like um, Michael Caine being the only human to the Muppets. <laughs> no, I think it's... I, I, to be, I haven't quite worked it out yet. I think it's... I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the best friend character who gives one of the Will Seabag Montefiore's lots of advice. Okay. Okay. Um, He's sort of like the meeting with the goddess, like, mm. helps you through everything, you know? Okay, okay. Do, do you think that Dwayne The Rock Johnson um, has the star power to stand up on screen against... Uh, three wheel Seabag Montefiore's. Uh, the plural is Seabag's Montefiore. <laughs> True. Sorry. It's like passers-by or attorneys general. Okay. Understood. Whoa. Yes. How did you have two yeah. to hand so quickly? That was amazing. You don't know what first and third base are, but you know how to do that. Michael always has two to hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's third base. Yeah, I think Dwayne the Rock Johnson will hold his own. Um, well, it's... Like... <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll really hold his own. Which is actually probably the name of the film, <laughs> Holding My Own, and it's me three <laughs> times shrugging. <laughs> it would take all the wills yeah. to hold Giant the Rock uh, Johnson's own. The tagline is, where there's a will, there's a free bag to fury. Listen, I'd watch it. Hugh, in your megastar category for your summer action blockbuster. Okay. So just going to let you into my inner mind here. First of all, if there had been a sort of intermediate age one, I did want to get Cumberbatch in here. And I considered putting him up as a megastar. He's been in lots of stuff. He's been in a few Marvel movies, but... I, He's a megastar. Yeah, I think he is. I think he is. He is. But but yeah. you see, Michael obviously thinks the only megastars are The Rock, Tom Cruise, George and George Clooney. Clooney, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, actually, I think I'm going to knock this absolutely out of the park. Right. Oh, here yeah. we go. So I'm taking someone. Dead, by the way, but we're allowed one dead one. Dead okay. now, of course. Dead now, of course. This is someone who is an actor, who's a very, very good actor, but outside of the acting is where the megastardom has come from. But I don't care. He's a megastar. He's selling. He's selling tickets. Joining Millie Bobby Brown, Meryl Streep. Yep. Yeah. And Ruth Negga. Yep. Is David Bowie. Oh, that's a great Hugh, choice. That's amazing. I mean, I, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. A good choice. I mean, I, we're gonna, we're gonna push it on the plot in due course. So I hope. Yeah, yeah, it'll be difficult to tie all these things together. Yeah, I've, I've my plot done. So that's amazing, Hugh. I mean, 
That's a, an incredible. He's choice. a great actor, you know. Anyone who's watched The Prestige, he's unbelievable. Yeah, he's amazing. Or Labyrinth. Okay, amazing choice. That might be the pick of the night. Um, well, I don't know. I've picked some good choices. <laughs> that's true. You, you, it's a few in the early rounds where you did quite well on to take them off the table. Um, <laughs> Anya, in in the category of gross out comedy, so alongside Tom Holland, Robert De Niro, and James Gandolfini, sounds like a great film. Anya, well, who are you picking as a megastar? So I'm picking somebody who I have always loved to watch on screen. Right, starting with a movie that came out, I say, when I was ten. And it's the incomparable Sandra Bullock. Oh. Amazing actor. She's a megastar. She's a megastar for sure. Noted Razzie winner. She's very funny. I think she could get down and dirty in a gross out comedy. Okay. But she also brings a certain a certain star quality to... Because mm. well, if there's not enough with uh, Robert De Niro and a posthumous James Gandolfini. So that's what I'm going for. Sandra Bullock. Wow. That's, that's, a, that's a great choice. Uh, yeah. Can we guess who yours is, Michael? Yeah, give a guess, yeah. There's no way it's not Clooney or Alan Rickman, Clooney or Tom Cruise. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna dip into the deceased category, um, and I'm gonna catch pick something. A deceased megastar. Uh, I'm gonna pick Cary Grant. That's who I. Oh, that's very all, nice. Because what you need in a period drama is you need some class, and obviously Cary Grant. He's English-American, known for his American roles, but I'd, I'd like to see him dust off his English or his... Was he Welsh? I don't know. Anyway. Dusting off uh, your English is second base. <laughs> Michael, what do you see Rupert Everett and Cary Grant doing in your period drama? Well, so it's an, so it's an older... I'm have to Cary hit the explicit Grant, button. Uh, is, 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 what, is what it is. So I think uh, Cary Grant and, and Sharon Stone are kind of... They're, they're probably the probably the the parents now they're going to be very old parents for Saoirse Ronan so maybe I don't know maybe in because in the Victorian era they're probably her great-grandparents actually um what with the age of people had kids at but anyway they're the they're the older parents Rupert Everett is sort of a kindly mentor figure uh but to 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 Saoirse Ronan yeah 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 it's all coming together for oh Michael I mean I'm sure it'll be a good movie but I don't want to watch it at all I'd say it's going to be a drag it's credible. Yeah. But like you guys will you guys will be like Anya's not getting screened at Cannes, you know? Uh No, but Anya's gonna the... be partying on a yacht with James Cameron, you know? <laughs> Who's having the most fun though? Yeah. You're I truly thought... Oh I should have picked Steve Martin for my over sixty fives. <laughs> <laughs> the genuine pain in your face there, Anya. Oh, oh. Um... Or Martin Short, where Anya, where are you? <laughs> Where, where are you? Get in the game, Anya. Get in the game. Come on. Right. Okay. <laughs> you got to keep our composure. Um, okay. So the final drafting category then is a negative draft, guys. So the way this works is you get to pick an, an any actor uh, to cast in somebody else's film and you get to pick whose film they're going to be in and you're trying to take down that film. This is a way to get ahead of the, the rivals. Okay. So, uh, Anya, the snake draft continues. You're She's first still up. not first. No, you're, you're first. You're first. <laughs> first up. Okay. Okay. Well, look, rather than trying to kind of stink up the screen, I'm going to pick someone who's actually a good actor. Yeah. But who can still absolutely torpedo your film and make sure that it doesn't get any uh, critical or commercial uh, uh, success. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm picking the same person. I'm picking Mel Gibson. No! <laughs> That's who I am. 
who's, who's uh, so 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 Mr. Gibson. But who, who should I, who will I, will he work with? Um, He's definitely on all his film. I mean, you look at all the films. <laughs> we see the thing is he might actually make that film better. Um, no, I think, I think it would be interesting just to see the sort of rapport that develops on set if I slot him in with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and three Wilson. Yeah, you made place. a huge mistake there, Michael. You've dug your own grave, mate. <laughs> yeah. can, we, can we put all the extra actors into the same film? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Um, okay, well, look forward to to, to, okay, to working with them. You know. Um, okay. On yeah. So, I ha- I had a few backups, Michael. I'm sorry, but for your period drama, you've got a little a little a little somebody coming along to join you, and it's going to be Steven Seagal. <laughs> so enjoy that, okay? In your rarefied drama. He will be hard to fit in. He will be so hard to fit in. I I also think he may be like not able to travel outside Russia or something. So we're gonna to have to move the production to Russia. <laughs> that is. Wow. Well, he also has Serbian citizenship, so you could okay. Maybe there. we I could mean... do that. Okay. Well, Mikey, you might have to fit another actor in. You know, I I thought about different things, and you know what? I kind of love, and this is someone I I don't think is a bad actor, and I thought about putting him into Anya's movie. Um, is uh. Jeff Goldblum's um, office mate from Independence Day. You know that. I gotta call my lawyer. Um, oh, I'd love I think that. Would love that. Um, I'd happily take that. I'm my therapist. But no, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, Michael, I mean, I just want you to put Kevin Spacey into your movie and see how that goes for you. <laughs> and you're, 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 you're in for millions, Michael, so you're in too deep. This movie has to get made. <laughs> okay, the Space okay. Man is back. All right. The spaceman has landed. Okay, the spaceman okay. has gone wandering. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have, we're gonna have to have one trainer with Steven Seagal and Kevin Spacey in it. Okay, okay, interesting. So I think Hughes is sounding like the best film currently, and uh, Hughes done what I was gonna do to Michael. So I think it's only fair that Hugh is lumped with a Quentin Tarantino cameo. Oh, <laughs> and he has to do an accent. He has to do it. I thought you were going to give me Will Seabag Montefiore. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that would positively impact. Of the course, film. yeah. Mainly because yeah, the scene sure. would probably get cut. Maybe Tarantino can do a Yorkshire accent. I mean, if, yeah, Tarantino's. Yeah. If Tarantino's signing on to direct, you know, maybe I'll take it. Maybe I'll take it. No, you don't get that. He's not available. No. Yeah, no, he's just there for his acting ability. It's just going to be against a green wow, screen. Okay. For one scene. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh, if you could just give me a very brief summary of your two lines on your summer action blockbuster, that'd be great. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get the trailer going. Ooh, okay. So Ruth Negga and Millie Bobby Brown decide they start a podcast. They've two producers, David Bowie and Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. And, uh, yeah, I guess the podcast looks at, um, humanity's greatest fascinations and tries to figure out whether they're worthy of the hype but then then a hungarian man played by quentin tarantino no what other (laughs) accents could he do i don't know yeah then uh, tarantino comes on as a guest but i've got to turn this into an action blockbuster um steals (laughs) david bowie's car and uh then they all uh, chase after him in Meryl Streep's helicopter. 
wow, it took a it took a real turn into action there, didn't it? The budget really went up for the yeah, second half of the film. Helicopter. And Hugh, do you have a um, title for this? Legitimate strikes. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Wow. Do you want to hear your trailer? Okay, there we go. Opening scene. Dramatic music plays as the screen fades in from black. Shot of a bustling cityscape filled with people going about their daily lives. In a world where fascination drives our very existence. Quick cuts of Rootneg and Millie Bobby Brown in a recording studio speaking into microphones. Two unlikely heroes emerge to question the hype. Ruth and Millie Bobby Brown exchange sceptical glances. Ruth, in a voiceover, are we really captivated by what truly matters? Millie Bobby Brown, or are we just getting lost in the noise? Montage of podcast episodes featuring thought-provoking discussions. The scene shifts to a lavish office, lavish office where Meryl Streep and David Bowie discuss the success of their podcast. Meryl Streep, we have a responsibility to uncover the truth, to challenge the status quo. David Bowie, let's push the boundaries, create something extraordinary. Cut to a high... <laughs> montage of the podcast gaining popularity accompanied by a pulsating soundtrack the scene transitions to a dark alleyway at night where Quentin Tarantino sneaks up to David Bowie's car Quentin Quentin Tarantino hot wires the car and speeds away Rutnega and Millie Bolly Brown rush out of the studio Rutnega he stole David Bowie's car we have to catch him Millie Bobby Brown but how Rapid cuts of Meryl Streep coordinating a helicopter chase, suiting up for the pursuit. We're not letting Tarantino get away with this. (laughs) The scene transitions to a thrilling helicopter chase through a strolling metropolis. Explosions near misses and intense aerial maneuvers as the chase unfolds. From the minds of two inquisitive hosts to the skies above, they'll fight to reclaim what was taken. The trailer ends with a climactic showdown between the helicopter and Tarantino's stolen car. <laughs> Cut to black card. Legitimate strikes. Final shot. The podcast hosts and their team standing triumphant. In a world fascinated by the extraordinary, it takes a legitimate strike to bring us back to reality. Oh. Wow. End trailer. Wow. I mean, Hugh, I'm going to watch that film. That's amazing. Guys, before we finish up, got a couple of cryptic clues. Oh. If you'd like to, like to watch them. <laughs> okay. What do you no, think? No. What do you think? <laughs> all right. Okay. These are, these are all actors, all famous actors. Okay. Clue number one. A cartoon baby told Julian Lennon why he was carrying an umbrella. Well, Julian Lennon, I feel, is Johnson. <laughs> well done, Hugh. Well but it's done. not Dwayne the Rock Johnson, is it? Well, why? How would you get? Oh, I know why it is. Yeah. Yes. Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yes, yes. Well okay. done, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Clue number two: the thing to open the lock is on the bit of your roof that hangs over the edge. I've got it. Key gutter. The thing to open the lock is on the bit of your roof that hangs over the edge. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> How would you say it? <laughs> key, key... Key in your eaves. Oh yes. my god. Yes, that's it. Oh god. Yes. <laughs> Yes, well done. Key and well your done. Eve well sound like third base. Oh, I thought it was key. I, I thought it was key for Sutherland. Oh. <laughs> that does begin with key, Will. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, well done. Key, ver, yeah. key over the southern land, right? 
<laughs> over the Antarctic territories. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. You can't stop your natural poeticism coming out there, Will. Like, I was thinking over a gutter, whereas you're like, over the southern lands. <laughs> well, we all know I heard Key I got Key and was like where's well, Kiefer Sutherland and then didn't interrogate yeah. it anymore yeah. yeah yeah. and the final cryptic clue I thought that Sean Connery was telling me to get a shot of the remains of the fire I thought that Sean Connery was telling me to get a shot of the remains of a fire Embers or Ash yeah Ash is or Embers which which is it I got Ash it's yes, it is. Well, it's it, Ash, but but it's but it's that I thought that Sean Connery was telling me this. So, <laughs> so if Sean Connery's telling me to get a shot of something, what's what's he? Take a picture. Drink, drink Ash. No, if on a film set. Take a picture. Film, film that. Film Ash. Film Ash. Film Ash. Film Ash. Film. Will you film Ash? No. Cameron Diaz. Cameron. <laughs> Camera on the ass. Yeah, but if John Connery said Cameron it, Cameron Diaz. Yes, well done. Well done. So it would be bad. it would be indistinguishable Terrible. from Sean Connery saying Cameron Diaz. Mm. Yes, yes, that's it. When that's did it. we become a podcast that doesn't actually do what we say on the podcast and then just have a load of clues? I think episode two. <laughs> yeah, that's it, guys. We're all we're all tapped out. That was our a format. I think we may do again. <laughs> so um, yeah. Do you mean the exact same format? <laughs> the exact same thing yes so yes, is yes. this i mean do you have an outro planned or is no that's it i'm done i'll see you guys later <laughs> right so our, our movie i guess do you know what after a hundred and something episodes we can turn this over to our listeners and you the listeners have to decide are our movies a legitimate like oh that's great you've really pulled it out of the bag there hugh mm. that's amazing yeah because we were fire. stuck for an ending and then you just throw it back in their faces that's you brought us to here. home base yeah yeah so yeah please let us know we'll we'll put up a couple of polls on um twitter and instagram and you can you can let us know which of those movies you'd like to see and and whether they're legitimate like hugh have you had a nice time what are your thoughts on the, the episode that just happened i've had a time all right yeah i mean yeah, yeah. I'm, do you know what will we were on the Zoom before the other two came on and we mainly gave out about what a bad idea this was. But yeah. um, I also planned on breaking Ry- breaking Reichel's rules. I also <laughs> planned on breaking Michael's rules more and I didn't, you know, I stuck to his stupid rules. And um... Re- Reichel's rules is a movie about a Danish guy called Reichel's who loves mules marinere. <laughs> and... <laughs> Can we, can we hear a scene from that, Anya? Yeah, yeah Reichel's Mules stars um, uh, Olivia... A <laughs> couple of scars guards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about Jeremy Strong in there? And the muscles are played by um, Harry Styles. Uh, uh, no, Harry Styles plays each of the muscles and it's like an art house piece about a man who tries to eat the muscles. But are the muscles really eating him? Reichel's Mules, Pan, 2023. <laughs> right well i can't say fairer than that thank no. you for listening to legitimate likes we hope you've enjoyed this and as we say get in touch let us know what you think please go back and listen to all of our previous episodes which are not like this at all if this was your first episode i mean <laughs> look if you enjoyed it great not, they're not and, better uh, though like they're not better oh, like don't make any promises no, they are better. this is like on a friday when a teacher rolls in the tv yeah, <laughs> yeah. daddy's tired <laughs> This is the OHP. Onya, <laughs> did your teacher refer to himself as daddy? 
no, I, I, like if if Michael's Michael's our dad, right? Yeah, and he's hungover. Yeah, yeah, and this is how Daddy is gonna entertain us. Oh, <laughs> and is, like is Kevin Spacey back like involved in this? Oh, I don't like it. Oh dear, Daddy's tired. <laughs> is that the name of the movie? Daddy's <laughs> the shocking sequel to Michael Smooth. Michael Smooth. Michael Smooth. Thank you for listening. Please get in touch. Please tell a friend about the podcast, and let us know what you'd like us to do next. Because clearly, as you can tell, we haven't a clue. We'll do anything. <laughs> thanks, Will. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Sonia. Thanks so Until the next time. I, I've had a lovely Goodbye. time. Goodbye. Good guy, Goodbye. everybody. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.